Now today's federal newscast. I'm Eric White. D.C. area feds are under a two-hour delay today. A wave of snow, ice, and rain is expected in the region this morning, so the Office of Personnel Management decided to play it safe. Drivers should prepare for slippery roads and reduced visibility that may make travel conditions difficult during the morning commute. A six-week funding extension for non-defense agencies through March 23rd and a full-year defense budget is passed by the House. Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell says he and Minority Leader Chuck Schumer are working on a two-year deal to raise spending caps and avoid a second government shutdown. The current continuing resolution expires February 8th. Service members who have been non-deployable for the past year may be separated from the military. Military Times reports a new policy is under final review by the Defense Department. Troops who are separated will be given administrative or disability separation. The memo will be followed by a DOD instruction, which the Pentagon says will take several months to complete. A Pentagon spokeswoman says the hope is to reduce the number of non-deployable service members and improve personnel readiness across the force. Approximately 11 percent, or 235,000, of the 2.1 million personnel serving on active duty in the reserves or National Guard are currently non-deployable. The House and Senate introduced companion bills to once again get the government to stop paying dead people. The bills will let agencies have more access to death records from the Social Security Administration and aims to increase oversight to ensure the information is more accurate and timely. GSA's new administrator reveals some ideas to bring more transparency and competition to federal procurement. GSA Administrator Emily Murphy asked the Office of Management Budget, the Federal Acquisition Service, and other offices to come up with options for making multiple award contracts more transparent. Murphy tells Federal News Radio in an exclusive interview that the solution to this transparency challenge must be one that is government-wide. Information about solicitations and awards under all multiple award contracts, such as the GSA Schedules Program, are not accessible by the general public and only by those vendors and agencies on the contracts. I'm Jason Miller. The House Oversight and Government Reform Committee clears the Grant Reporting Efficiency and Agreements Transparency, or GRADE Act. The bill requires the Office of Management and Budget and another partner agency to create data standards for federal grants. The goal is to simplify the reporting process for grant recipients. The bill exempts some data, like personally identifiable information, information not subject to the Freedom of Information Act, and any other info that OMB exempts on a case-by-case -case basis from public reporting. Senate Environment and Public Works Ranking Member Tom Carper questions the accuracy of the Environmental Protection Agency's reporting of grant funding in 2017. He asks EPA Administrator Scott Pruitt for details on recent reports accusing the agency of cutting or delaying grants. Carper's staff also completed an analysis finding that 49 out of 50 states saw a decline in reported funding. Democrats on the House Oversight Committee are denied their request to vote on 13 motions for subpoena. Ranking member Elijah Cummings and Congressman Jerry Connolly had asked Chairman Trey Gowdy to put the motions on the committee's markup agenda. One request would have gone to the Office of Management and Budget concerning agency reorganization plans. The House moves to overhaul how Congress deals with its own sexual harassment cases. More now from Tom Temin in today's management report. It unanimously passes a bill that would make members use their own money to settle with harassment victims. That is, no use of their office budgets. The bill was sponsored by Republican Barbara Comstock and Democrat Jackie Speer. A separate resolution would update the House Code of Conduct to ban sexual relations between a member of Congress and a staff member under his or her supervision. I'm Tom Temin.
And the first ever recognition program for federal employees who provide extraordinary citizen services is extending its nomination window. The Service to Citizen Champions of Change program will accept nominations through February 19th. The awards recognize leadership and the use of innovative technologies, leveraging intergovernmental collaboration, the voice of the customer, and data to improve government services. The winners will be recognized on May 1st at a ceremony in Washington, D.C. Find these stories at federalnewsradio.com and subscribe to the Federal Newscast on Podcast One or iTunes. You can also follow us on Twitter at Federal Newscast. I'm Eric White.